There was no ever indication that um, Ted Bundy was into men, Mm -hmm. but they're shipped together for some reason. And like Ted Bundy's seen as a cute little ooh boy. (laughs) I'm so. I I know I do it to annoy my friends sometimes. So they're like, and they, oh my God, it drives them insane. That was, that was high pitch. I almost like lost my left ear. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, Rip, rip to anyone's earphones. Okay. Yeah. Everybody and welcome to Someone for Podcast. Today I got my friend Vivica here. Hello. Yeah, how's it going? It's going good. I just got back from college. I had the most amazing time in DC. Still not used to the cold yet, but you know what? I think that comes with time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you've been here for like so long, and then now going to like a cold environment, and that's like. I could never do that. <laughs> I could. To be totally honest, half my time when I was in my classes, I'd be like staring out the window, being like, "Oh my oh god, my snow!" Snow. We never see snow here. Like, unless you go to the mountains, that's the only time you see it. And I, I think I've only seen it fall like one time. Really? Yeah. I see it. Well, I saw it a bunch that much, but I had two roommates. One was one was from New Jersey, and then one was from Ohio. And they're like, "Viv, this is nothing," and this I'd be complaining. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like complaining the entire time, and they're like, "You are the biggest pussy I've ever met." And I'm like, "You know yeah. what? Okay, it's yeah, fine. <laughs> it's fine." I mean, they're they're probably used to it because they they were like born in it. So yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? I also had a roommate from um, Orlando, and my neighbor actually went to high school with her. And I was like, huh, really? Wow, what a small world. I'm not going to say anything about them because I'm not, you know, what? Yeah, but yeah. like, I was like, whoa, that's a crazy, crazy small world, huh? Yeah. I know you just meet people from like random places and then sometimes they, they're like, they could be uh, friends or something, you know? Yeah. Like also another crazy thing I met was my dad made me take like an art of living course. And then I met someone who went to the same school as my sister's really good friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I asked her if she knew him and apparently they're both mutuals. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? That's so cool. (laughs) Wow. I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to say his name because, you know, just for their safety and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's how the universe works really is just like things just happen. (laughs) And like you, you, you think it's a coincidence. Maybe it's not. I don't know. That's just how it works. But yeah, we we were talking like before this episode started, like we were talking a lot about true crime getting into this. So I want I want you to talk about that a little bit. Okay, well, let me first say, so while we're still on the topic of college, we had a class called UW120. I went, I go to George Washington, mm-hmm. so we had to take this writing class, and we had to do it about fandoms. I inf- I wish I did this fandom, because it is genuinely one of the most bizarre fandoms I have ever seen in my life. Really? Yes. <laughs> I chose to do the BTS, because, you know, boring old me, but... I wish I honestly did the true crime fandom because I think that would have been a lot more, at least fun to write about, but Mm -hmm. oh my God, what the hell? Yeah. So the true crime community is a community of people who are interested in like serial killers, murders, and stuff like that. Anything that has to do with crime, they're into it. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let me like just start this off by saying there's nothing inherently wrong with being interested in murders and understanding like the psychology of it but people take it too far by (laughs) writing like fantasies about jeffrey dahmer and ted bundy really yes dude 
Why? Why? <laughs> it's because I think it's because um the only reason why and honestly this isn't something new. Like there used to be like Ted Bundy fangirls even like in the 1970s and the 80s. So they like write these stories of like just, wanting like, to be like with him or be him. <laughs> what? I know. I'm like, what the heck? Because even it. Yeah, if and then you, you said they're like even 12 year olds and shit in this group. And yeah, which yeah. is crazy to think because his last victim was a girl named Kimberly Leach, mm-hmm. who was 12 years old. And what's even crazier is at the time of Kimberly Leach's murder, his daughter was also 12 years old. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, I'm so, sorry, that got dark really yeah. quick. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk about crime, but. it Okay, dude. so. Yeah, go ahead. For some reason, so let me just preface this off. He is one of the most notorious serial killers in the world. Well, and also he killed in seven different states. He started off in Seattle and then ended. Ted Bundy, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So he started off in, like, Seattle. His first ever-known victim was a 21-year-old girl in UW. Mm-hmm. And then he went back, and then he went all the way down to Florida. So he basically... All over, like he went across I, the country. Yeah, but it was mostly like on the west, like on the western side, and then Florida somehow. He ended <laughs> he just, up there. He just got there. <laughs> I don't know how somehow. But which was crazy because I have a lot of friends who are from like the greater Seattle area, and like I was just everyone, and I asked their fathers. I was like, "Hey, did Ted Bundy ever come up as a topic?" And their father said no. And I was like, huh, that's interesting because you would think they would leave an everlasting effect considering he used to pick up girls from that school. Yeah. And this person's father went to that school. It's University of Washington. Yeah, yeah. In case you're wondering. Now it's now it's like a great school. Like everybody loves go- going to that school. So My sister got into um, UW actually. Yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a really good school. But I personally... The weather that that's a that's a no deal right there no deal. I would I like Seattle. It's just Seattle kind of yeah. sometimes like just knowing how many serial killers are there is just. I, mean, I don't even care about that. Like right now, I went there um I think two years ago in the summer, and it's a great city. It's like great people, friendly, nice neighborhoods, and good food, but it rained. In July. That's not good. That's not a good sign. Oh, my God. You're so Californian. Yeah. That's not a good that sign. the most Cal... Oh, oh, my God. My friends would absolutely murder you because, like, they're from, you know, the East Coast. Yeah. A lot of them are from the East Coast because, hello, I go to a school on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, what? <laughs> I've only ever driven in the rain, like, once in my life. Actually, twice. 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 I mean, I've dri- there's rain over here. I've driven in the rain. But what happened? Like, no, that's just crazy. That's just it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of California, can we go back to Ted Bundy for a bit? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That sounds so <laughs> creepy. But, okay, so also another crazy thing about this um, true crime fandom, mm-hmm. for some reason, you know how people make fan art? Yeah, they make just fan- like random stuff. Or- yeah. For some reason, they put flower crowns on serial killers and school shooters. Who? Just like, like random people? Like the fandom, oh. the fangirls. And I'm like, I don't know. What is it with serial killers and flower crowns? <laughs> I do not know. And and they always put like those little heart emojis, you know, those pink heart emojis. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? So I try my best not, well, I, yeah, I get is, shipping. I, mm-hmm. But why do they ship? They ship um, <laughs> Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. 
together. Yes. <laughs> Which is, and they call um, Ted Bundy a, bi- a bicon. And I'm like, you're really doing this during Pride Month? Yeah. Really? <laughs> but, okay, for the record, Jeffrey Dahmer is actually gay. There was no ever indication that um, Ted Bundy was into men. Mm-hmm. But they're shipped together for some reason. And, like, Ted Bundy's seen as a cute little ooh boy. <laughs> I'm so, I, I know I do it to annoy my friends sometimes. Yeah. So they're like, and they, oh, they're my like, God, it drives them insane. That was, that was high pitch. I almost, like, lost my left ear. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, rip, rip to anyone's earphones, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's interesting, though. Like, th- there's just, like, a community of people that are just, like, really into this stuff. No, they're in love. Yeah, they're they're in love with it. They're obsessed with it. They're in love with the serial killers. I'm like, oh my. I mean, have you? Do you know Zach? Have you ever seen um the Zach Efron biopic? I'm sorry. What am I um, saying? Ted Bundy biopic. Zach Efron. <laughs> that, that came out of nowhere. Sorry. No, no, no. So the Ted Bundy biopic. Uh huh. So, I, I don't think I've seen it, but I mean, I like I know these names. But I just don't know the history because I'm not into true crime. So you explain it. So there is a, um, what's it called? It was, so there was this biopic of Ted Bundy in the perspective of his girlfriend, Elizabeth Klopler. I don't know how to say her name, mm-hmm. but her name was Liz. And it was from the perspective of his girlfriend who'd like refused to believe it until she, until like it came to light and do you know Lily Collins? Lily Collins plays Elizabeth and Zach Efron plays Ted Bundy. And I was like, I'm really proud of Zach Efron because I feel like he gets typecasted as like a pretty boy all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has since high school musical. Yeah. So whoops. So I was like, whoa, that felt very chilling. I actually felt bad for Ted. And then I realized he's Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. And then what? He, and then you realize all the crazy things he would. And then I'm like, yeah, I remember that he murdered over 30 women. Yeah. <laughs> and he would also go back and like commit necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like this is what happens when you, you just like get outcasted by society. I think like he just probably had some experience in his life that completely altered his life. Like some, something happened to him because nobody is just like born with this type of mentality. It has to be learned so, or like just forced into him somehow. Oh, Sorry <laughs> for those not not uh, watching. An eraser just flew out of her pencil. <laughs> okay, but the thing that happened was um, the only you want to know why he never got caught because he was a conventionally attractive man mm-hmm. who looked normal, so no one assumed he would do anything. Yeah, and and it was like the sixties, right? Yeah, so it was like no cameras, really documenting anything so yeah there's no way of catching him really that was i mean that was scary but you know um my art of leaving teacher her mother could have actually almost been a ted bundy victim so he doesn't know if it was ted bundy for sure Mm -hmm. but um my art of leaving teacher was from the greater seattle area and which is where he was you know committing his murder sprees and what happened was this guy who fit the Ted Bundy profile, mm-hmm. he came with a sling in his arms 
like he had like a sling and then he had like a cast and he knocked on um the what's it called the car window and asked for help because that's how um ted bundy would lure his victims and he would pretend to be injured yeah. and then he would like push them in the back and then hit them or but hit them he with would a just crowbar. go after random people or like just he went anybody at, specific or no he went after women who specifically had long brown hair and in a 2020 interview it's actually very interesting they both um the daughter rose and and ted bundy's girlfriend both had short blonde hair oh okay which is like really the, interesting to me but he so he, he he doesn't like uh brown and no or, he's into long brunettes long hair brunettes oh long hair brunettes who, okay and they're often slim white women so i'm just like whoa interesting mm. so back to my story so a man knocked on um the mother's car window asking for help yeah and the guy fit the ted bundy profile like pretty the tall the wavy brown hair the the eyes everything and he also had a very distinct car he had a volkswagen mm-hmm. too like a yellow volkswagen and then and then she just ran and said oh hell no and drove away yes <laughs> she probably knew like to look out for this type of of person so yeah yeah like, that's crazy also he would sometimes dress up as a police officer and stuff like that which is I guess you can't really trust anyone these days. Well, I think that's just sometimes like, do you ever feel like there's kind of now like a sort of distrust because of that stuff? Uh, of distrust from, of what? Of just like people? people in general, like stranger danger. Um, I, yeah, I think there's always been that kind or like some kind of stranger danger, but in let's say like just the neighborhood or like this city. For example, like I'm not afraid to walk on the streets, you know, because I I expect things are going to go well. Like I know there's a lot of um, things in this country like, you know, mass shootings have become uh, sort of normality in this country. So it's for, for people looking outside, like from other countries, they might see like, how can you live in this environment where there's so many guns everywhere? But to me, it's just. You know, I feel it's, yes, it's a big problem, but most people are good. That's how I look at it. There's, yes, there's a few people that have uh, this kind of, you know, something that in their mindset that's tweaked or that makes them go out and do these things. But the majority of people, the people that are not talked about are good, but the news and the media and everything else, they accentuate What's bad? And that has created a lot of divide, in my opinion. Well, like, in in regards to, I guess... Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, that I do think there are a lot of bad people, but the thing is, I also... Speaking of school shooting... I think there's shooting, way more good, though. That's ag- my opinion. Agreed, but you also have to be very careful about, like, you know, that kind of stuff, because the thing is, maybe in Florida... Because guns are very accessible in this country, which is low-key kind of like very much a WTF moment for me. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it wasn't. And I think most people can agree with me that it shouldn't be normalized. I'm just putting my opinions yeah. out there. But um, 66% of mass shootings take place in America. Mm-hmm. Isn't that 
And you, do you think that's related because there are so many guns? Here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so many countries like Japan and Canada all have, like, sorry, not Canada, like, Japan and Scandinavia all have, like, gun control laws, and you never hear shootings about that. Yeah. It's like, maybe because it's a pandemic, I haven't heard about, I remember, I haven't heard about, like, a shooting in, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Because, hello, pandemic, like, what are they going to do? Shoot me through a computer screen? (laughs) No, all I can do is just turn my computer off. What are they going to do? Yeah. But I think shootings are just so normalized that it just, I think we're kind of just desensitized to it. And I I don't think that should be the case. But the only thing is, um, people don't listen to the group of people that it actually affects, uh, AKS teenagers, AKS students. So that's why nothing ever gets done. It's always thoughts and prayers and thoughts and prayers until like the next shooting. Yeah. It's yeah. The whole system is just fucked up because like I talked about this, I think fuck it, the last episode (laughs) I did. uh, Sorry. With Neil. And uh, he said, or I, I said on that episode that the government here is supposed to be a representative government, right? A government of the people, Mm -hmm. right? That's, that's what it's all about is, you vote me in and I'll I'll share all like the majority of the opinion. If you want this thing to get done, I'll get it done for you. Right? That's how it's supposed to be. Instead, what happens is they say they want this thing, right? But then they and they vote this guy in or this girl. And instead of listening to that their opinion, they take money from this company here and this company and this company. And they do whatever they tell them to do. That's what's happening. And that's called corruption. And that's everything that... Not, that's why nothing gets done. It's because these companies are controlling the politicians. And the politicians are greedy. And yeah, that's how it's all done. And this is why you shouldn't idolize politicians. Not even AOC. Like, yeah. I like AOC, but you shouldn't even idolize her. Mm-hmm. I think people put... I feel like because of the pandemic, there is more of a distrust in our government. Am I yeah. wrong in saying that? Definitely more distrust because at, they, there were too many varying opinions on things. And I, I know from their perspective, like, I know a lot of people, they they just say, like, fuck the government because whatever, they, they don't believe in anything they say. But you had to look at both sides and their perspective on it as well, right? So if this uh, new pandemic happening, we don't know anything about it. They're trying to learn about it. They're saying to people, you know, you need a mask. You don't need a mask. This happens and it's only going to be two weeks. No, now a month, now extended that. So there's all these opinions. And after a while, people are like, well, what what am I supposed to believe, right? I also think it's how um, our former president handled it because it kept because he kept blaming China and calling it like the China virus and the Kung flu, which is extremely <laughs> Kung flu. It's disgusting. <laughs> like that's funny, actually. And that doesn't do anything when which I don't think is an excuse because there are all these other countries that did not have the best relationship with China was like blaming China isn't going to do anything. So they got their shit together and yeah. tried their best do you, to do here, stuff. Here's, a, here's like a, a opinion really, or yeah. like some theory. Do you think that it's a man-made virus? Like some, it doesn't have to be China or a country. Like what if like some dude just made it and like put it on a plane 
I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really know. Or do you but think it's like natural occurring? I I thought it um occurred in like a lab or something. I heard that, but I I could mm-hmm. be extremely. I don't know so much about it. But do you know anyone who had COVID? Yeah, I, I know a few people. Yeah, I don't want to expose anyone, but like yeah. a lot of clo- a, a decent amount of uh, my family members had COVID, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that was that was. I mean, it was towards like November. So at that point, we kind of knew what it was, Yeah, which was still kind of freakish, but like they were fine too. Did you also get vaccinated? Yeah, I got, I got the Pfizer. One. Same. Yeah. I'm a Pfizer hottie. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call myself because the, like the, they say or a lot of kids right now or mm-hmm. like people our age say not to get it or they're like, they're scared of it in some, some way, shape or form. They're listening to fake news of they're putting a chip in here in in the vaccine or something they're probably the same people who also drink like jungle juice 24 hours they they don't know but the vaccine as long as it lets me have the freedom like to do what i want like we're in in this room and we know like we're both vaccinated it's okay for us to talk right here with no masks and eventually I want it to open up back again where there's no masks, right? So if I could be a part in that where now we don't have, we're one step closer. Each person that gets vaccinated, we're one step closer. And that makes a big difference. It really does. It also helps out the community. Yeah. However, I have you ever came in terms, have you ever met an anti-vaxxer? I've never met them personally, but I know... One of my friends, like, he, he's been on the podcast. Like, actually, he was on, fuck, like a month ago, mm-hmm. and he's he's like, I'm not gonna get it right now because he he's just, I don't know, he's scared. I don't know why. That's his opinion, and I respect that. Like, if you don't want to get it, don't get it, right? But if if you do, like, if if you're scared of of like what people, what the media, are like, not not media, but these people are saying about how it's gonna you know make you turn into a zombie in like 50 years or shit like that don't believe that right don't 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 believe in stupid shit someone from my um college didn't want to get vaccinated because they were scared that it was gonna sterilize all of us also (laughs) i have another funny well it's not funny it's just sad to be honest so Last week, I went to my friend's grad party, and I met, well, her, aka her best friend. I mean, not not gonna lie, she's not the nicest person, but, like, what's crazy is, we were talking about vaccines, mm-hmm. and, um... I was and I was like, oh, I got Pfizer. Did all did any of you guys get vaccinated since they're opening it up to like much, you know, younger demographics? And she said no. And I'm like, okay, why? And she's like, because I'm pro-life. And that that made her not get it. What? (laughs) But it's apparently doesn't even make sense. I know. So I was like, okay, wait, that makes no (laughs) sense. What does that mean? And she's like and and she told me it's because uh what's it because like the pfizer vaccine uses um it's made out of babies or something aborted (laughs) aborted babies or something no way bro there's no it's i think they use 
the the DNA of the actual virus itself, right? The mRNA or some shit. I don't, I don't know exactly. They're probably way smarter people than me that knows a lot about this, but they don't use that kind of shit. I'm like, I don't think they use like aborted like <laughs> baby cells and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, wouldn't you? If you were really quote unquote pro life, I think you'd be pro vaccine. Yeah. I'm sorry. There, and plus, this isn't like the first vaccine ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been more than one vaccine created. Like, we get the flu vaccine. That that's or the flu shot, which is a vaccine. There's a bunch of different vaccines. All babies, I think, had to get some type of vaccination, right? Like, to even go to public school, you need a vaccination. So, I don't know what the big deal is. My college requires us to get be vaccinated by August 1st. Yeah. Like I both think most, doses. Most schools do. Yeah. Which is crazy. So I'm like, good luck to you then. <laughs> so, with this being said, can we also switch up to a. Did you hear about the new Texas law? No. Explain the new Texas law. So, <laughs> Texas passed a heartbeat bill recently, which what? means you cannot have an abortion, you cannot abort a baby within six weeks of your pregnancy. And that. Even in cases of rape and incest. Damn. So, oh shit. The, what was the law before? Like, there was no law against it? Like, or? they were considering, like, abortion limits. Mm-hmm. But, now it's like a full-on heartbeat bill. Like, they banned, like, it's like full-on ban of abortion, which is sad because six weeks, in six weeks, like, most women don't even know that they're pregnant yeah. by then. Yeah. Damn. And you know, ironically, you know what's the um, penalty for this? What? Death. Really? Even for miscarriages. Death. Like, even if you, like, let's say you go out of state and then come back, what happens? I have no idea, but that's what a lot of people would do. Yeah. I think the, like, you should just be able to do whatever the fuck you want. That's my my opinion. Like, really, it's, it's not... Unless, yes, you're, you might, there should be laws and stuff, but you should be able to have freedom in this country to do, you know, as long as you're not harming other people, you should be free, you know? Yeah. Because funny enough, um, when that thing passed, do you know Corona Del Mar? The city? Yeah. Yeah. We saw, my dad and I saw like this huge pro-life, pro-Trump protest, and I'm like, Pro okay, pro life I under I quote unquote understand because you know heartbeat, but pro Trump really No. But do you think protests actually do anything? Like I think it gets the message out there. As I've seen a couple of pro as someone who does live somewhere that has a lot of protests, mm-hmm. I think it gets the message out as long as but it needs to be like more widespread so then the message actually gets out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So more people know about it. It was protesting that got Derek Chauvin arrested. Yeah. In jail, yeah. aka George F- Floyd's killer. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes, I don't know, I think protests should be more on a worldwide scale because I've seen a lot of protests. The only thing is, I don't. I want to participate in them, but I want to just jump into a protest, you know? Why not? It's just like, okay, maybe it's because of DC. I saw um, 
So one time I was out with my friend in DC and we were going to get Starbucks. We were around like the McPherson Metro Center. So we're kind of like around like the Farragut, um, what's it called? Like, okay, we're at Starbucks. Okay. Let me just, yeah. cause I don't the think Starbucks, there's like 200 Starbucks <laughs> in like a five mile radius. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. And, um, so we were just getting Starbucks, just walking around DC. Cause it was a weekend that day. And we we're like, you know what? And I was helping her with like MSA stuff. Cause Muslim student association yeah. and what, I, and, and whatnot. And then we see this, um, this huge crowd of people and then at a glance i was like oh it's probably a protest and then i and then i hear these words fuck you chinese government (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) the whole crowd chanting this yeah or like chinese government shame on you yeah and then because this was during ramadan so i was like oh wait um Whoops, sorry. Uh-huh. This could be because I'm like, okay, could it be because of the Wagers, whatever? I, because I, I know about the whole Wagers situation. But then, um, but then I see the flags of Burma. I'm like, oh, it's about the Rohingya crisis. And I don't know okay, exactly. I don't even know what, what's that. <laughs> Rohingya crisis. It's like these these minorities from like these Muslim minorities in Myanmar who are being literally who are being oppressed. I don't know what's going on, but I don't know much about it, but I heard that Biden placed like us sanctions in Burma and the Chinese government probably had something to do with it. So I think they're protesting that. And also that's crazy. Like this, this, the the thing that why I don't like watch the news that much Mm -hmm. is because I, there, there are like bad things happening, but if I like think about this stuff, wh- what benefit is that going to do? Like, I, I really don't see the benefit in, in like consuming this so that like if I was, let's say, uh, somebody in the government, I would want to pay attention to this stuff because this is this I could impact or like I could make an impact on this and make a positive, you know, maybe support these these people here. But for a, a person like me, if I just focus on this, then all I, my my whole like day would be filled with like stupid shit, you know, like you would be because I think this is one of the, the crazy things that about our human mind is like what we focus on is what gets like multiplied in our life. Like if you start to focus on, let's say, like something good that happened, then more good things will happen because you continuously focus on the good things but if you focus on the bad things then more of that is what you see right so that's i think most more people should know about that and if they do uh if you just learn that right now because of me saying that then focus on the good things because once you start thinking about one good thing the next thing will come and then the next thing and then that the whole momentum shifts I definitely agree with that, but I think there's also nothing wrong with being yeah, well yeah. aware of things that are going on in the yeah. country. It's just of course where I live where or where I attend school, like these things are kind of like you gotta know a lot about it. <laughs> yeah. Like I just I'm not gonna say anything about this because I go to a very Jewish school and I, it's just my school's extremely mm-hmm. politically like out there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just I don't know much about the whole Israel and Palestine situation, but I just remember seeing so many posts about this. I can't also say this because a lot of my friends 
are Jewish and I have a lot of friends who are also Muslim. So I'm, I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. who, because I also, I'm not well. We'll talk about this though. Like religion. Can we agree that it divides a lot of fucking people? You agree with that? I will say this because I did go to a religious school. A hundred percent. It does. I think, okay, let me just make myself clear. I like Jesus. I don't like the fandom. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a fandom for that too? No, no, no. I just don't like the followers who use religion to crucify people and to spread bigotry. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I like Jesus and his message. I just don't like people who warp his message. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say when I say I like Jesus, I don't like the fandom. Yeah. I mean, I've I've said this like a few times, but I I know like all religions say the same thing. It's basically just the same thing expressed in a different way. Like it's all about like being a good person and mental health and like how to live life and however you want it. And all the religions say that, but yet every single like person that's deeply religious like whatever they believe in that that, that's how they live their life they don't see it that way they think it's like a competition like of if you believe this then you we can't be friends or some shit like that it's so weird you know a couple of times back in high school my freshman year i was told i would never be saved because I really? wasn't Christian what the heck? or that I worshiped a false God. And then ironically, these same girls would be like, I'm going to yoga. My chakras are unaligned. And I'm like, what the hell? Screw you. <laughs> but like, I do agree. I'm not saying like this towards like Christians there. I don't let me put a disclaimer. I do not. I mean, no harm to Christians and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes I've met a lot of people who use like their religion because yeah. once again I went to private Catholic school to literally hate on people because yeah. it's that's not how is that acceptable like just because you believe in certain things that you should ex- or you want other people to believe it like how that doesn't make any sense to me why would you even try to do that if you believe it that's good that's you know that's all all praise to to you to to if that makes you happy to believe in this religion whatever it is that's great but there's no reason to tell other people to do it too right like or force them yes you could uh, if somebody's in a hard time and they're asking for help you could show them okay this helped me this verse right here or this mindset that i carry that's good but by telling the other person your belief is wrong and my belief is right that's that's so so wrong you know what's also sad about this is like i feel like in history a lot of islam does get a lot of like shit for like forced conversions and shit like that even though Mm -hmm. christianity does the same thing throughout history hello the native americans do you want to know who francis xavier was yeah sure so francis xavier was a portuguese priest well, he was actually canonized. I don't know why, because he was a literal monster. Wait, what What does that mean? Can- oh, he reached sainthood. So he's a... He's a saint. Saint. What, is that like a higher than a priest or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, Mother Teresa was a saint. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, not to expose her, but um, she stole medicine from sick kids because he because belie- she believed that like being sick will like be like like suffering is better for like salvation or something 
Okay. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you believe in, like, you you, your your mind just believes it and therefore thinks it's true, and then later down the road with better information, you realize these people are stupid. Like the, they were, they had the wrong information, really. So let me tell you the story about, um, so Francis Xavier was actually a colonizer from Portugal. He came to Goa. Mm-hmm. You know Goa? like Yeah, in India. And he tried to convert, f- convert, forcefully convert Hindu women into Christianity. And you know what he would do if he didn't, if they didn't comply? What? He would rip their breasts off. What? How? What? There's like this contraption that's like, it's like too big. Like a knife? No, no, no. So it's like a contraption. So it's like, it's like four little metal things. And then it has like a fang-like contraption. Uh So it's like that. Yeah. And then like, and it would grab like the breast. Yeah. And rip it off. God either damn. leaving the women. I didn't even know that was that was a thing. Like now you got me thinking about this. This shit. is like a medieval torture <laughs> advice too. Yeah. So either leaving the women extremely mutilated or even killing them. Damn. Ironically, he's also celebrated by many South Asian Christians today. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> but that that doesn't even make any sense of why you would want to do something like that. Like, what is his or what is the benefit of converting someone like what what does that even do to save them or to have a lot yeah, of but power that doesn't make your life better in any way like if you convert them like they could just say okay i believe it and like there's no way you could tell that they actually believe it or not like okay i believe it yeah I, i'm i'm good <laughs> that's it like there's there's no way that they could actually tell Right. And there's no benefit if they actually convert like that. What it, is that going to make your life better in any way? Name one way that's going to make nothing. I mean, it's the I, same. It's the same as it always. Is. I just think they or, just need something to do. That's all there is. Or I think that's a lot of it stems from. OK, like once again, I think it comes from like a place of wanting to help people. Yeah. But it's just, they do it, but the thing is, that person is so myopic and so close-minded and intolerant mm-hmm. that they don't realize the harm that they're doing. Yeah. I feel like that, I mean, okay, well, let's be real. What Francis Xavier did was um, just pure evil. Yeah. I don't even know why he was canonized. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know why half the saints are canonized. Yeah. <laughs> what? How do you even get to that level? Like, what do you have to do? I don't actually no to be honest theology was like a year ago Uh i completely left all that (laughs) (laughs) like the minute all my catholic knowledge just went out the window yeah but um i am funny enough um i also just do not like how people use religions to be um harmful towards the lgbtq plus community which Mm -hmm. i think is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard yeah it's it's the same thing basically as as hurting or trying to not convert other people, but show your beliefs onto people that don't believe it, right? So if, yeah, that it's just differing opinions, really. And if they don't see the other side. It's all perspective. They don't see the other side. And then they they try to inflict it with violence, seeing if that makes them change. It doesn't because that's not how human nature works. And then both sides get angry, more division, more divide. All of it can be solved if they just look, if both sides look at each other and just say, okay, you believe in that? Good. You believe in that? Good. That's it. 
I just don't think people should get hate crime for being who they are. And people often, I don't know why boomers assume this, that like being gay or bi is a trend, but in reality, it's just gay marriage wasn't um, actually legal until like fully, fully legal on a national level until 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Obama did that, right? Yeah. It was Oberfell versus Hodges, Mm. I believe. That was the case. Yeah. That legalized gay marriage on a national level. Mm-hmm. However, well, that was because in the 50s, people would get publicly crucified if they were gay. The only man I, who I can think of who was openly gay at the time was Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now everything has changed and it's good that it's now more open. You know, that's that's a big benefit to social media. I think that that allowed other people to express themselves for who they are. Like this whole thing, like they could, they don't have to be hated for who they are really. Just, yeah. just by sharing it with the world, they're like, okay, other people can now see it too. And then they stand up for themselves as well. Right. Yeah. Like I think one of the coolest, that's also something that's very interesting to me because I do think that, but however, I feel like this isn't the case for most places though. Sadly, I still think there are some countries that need a lot of work in yeah. terms of like. But those countries that that's not their biggest issue right now, probably it's <laughs> there's probably some bigger issues that need to be dealt with, like actually surviving. Oh, my God, that scares me. Also, one of the things is people I wish people understood the difference between religion and culture. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well, what do people think? Like, they don't see a difference? They think India is a super conservative country, but that's the cultural aspect. But did you know that Hinduism had, like, aspects of having, like, a third gender or, like, non-binary? I mean, I didn't know that person. Like, no. But now that I know, that's good to know. I mean, like, avatars would, sorry, like, they'd be male to female. Like, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Which is really cool, I think. But I think... I feel like people, once again, should be more accepting of others mm-hmm. because I think there's just, I don't know, given like, the fact. This is this is my opinion that, like, you could believe anything you want, but just believe it. Like, w- there's no reason to just, com- or, like, complain about other people's beliefs. Like, you have your own beliefs, that's good. And that's, just, that's it, that's good. <laughs> you don't okay. need to focus on anybody else. What's the focus, why focus on other people when, okay, you got your own shit, good. They got their own shit, good. There's I, no reason to, to do this. I met um a couple of, but sometimes there are some ideas that are just borderline ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Remember um the storming of the Capitol? Yeah. yeah. My friend, um I'm not going to say his name, but he was caught in the crossfire of that. He's a... If if you're friends with me, you know who I'm talking about. He's a gay and Jewish man, mm-hmm. literally. So, I mean, he's, he told me it was, like, scary to see a Nazi flag, but, like, you can't ever. But the thing is, like, being gay and Jewish aren't exactly identities that are put up forth unless, like, he has a, but he doesn't wear, unless you wear, like, a yarmulke and stuff like that, but he doesn't wear a yarmulke, but mm-hmm. he's gay and Jewish. But he's, like, that was scary to see, but then how do you know if he's, like, a Jewish man? And, like, being caught in that crossfire, he... He was like genuinely worried for his life. I remember. He, he was just well, he was just like standing there, and then they came in. 
Or what happened? Yeah, there was like this huge ass bus of like Nazi signs and Trump supporter signs and like all of this stuff. And I'm like, what? But he said he had no idea what was going on because he was essentially up in the air when it happened. Up in the air? What do you Like mean? he was flying in from um, his hometown to D.C. and he was like up in the air. Oh, he, so, so he was on the plane and he saw this coming like landing down on the plane yeah and so (laughs) and then his dad was like hey let's just turn on the news why not let's just see what's going on and then that happened and then he's like what the hell i just remember him getting a lot of calls being like are you okay all that stuff and oh my that's scary but then i also know people i'm not gonna say who but like i met people who think that's like everyone all the people who stormed the capitol are antifa no well what's that again and like the anti-fascist organization it's not like an organization it's just something that stands for anti like it's not a group of people it's just something that stands for a belief really it just stands for anti-fascism and stuff like that yeah but i what is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard someone say about covid um that it's not real (laughs) that (laughs) Oh, mine was that um, (laughs) the Democrats um, coincided with um, the Chinese government, like Mm -hmm. the Chinese, like they both got together to get COVID, like made COVID so then it could get Biden out of office. But that wasn't that before. Sorry, get Trump out of office. And I'm like, huh? I mean, it did like ruin his reputation a lot, a lot more because of how he handled it. But I don't know. It could have been handled better. But at the same time, you look this way you should do. You you look at the other person's perspective. If you were in Trump's shoes, you would probably not know either because this is a this is something that not like we don't experience viruses and that much, especially like I said this a few times and I still, you know, believe it that I I couldn't believe when COVID first happened that it was as big as it got. Like I, I never thought a virus would shut down the world like that. That didn't even cross my mind whatsoever. Like in the, the years I've lived, I, that one thing never crossed my mind that a virus could do this. And so when it did happen, I think everybody was shook, like even the president, even everybody that was in the government, they didn't know what was going on. So from that perspective, you got to understand that, okay, they didn't know what was going on either. So, you know, they're trying their best. And of course it could have been handled differently. He didn't even like say anything to the country. Like he should have had a speech saying like, okay, we're getting things done here. We got vaccines lined up, you know, give some people, give people some hope. Like, you know, their businesses struggling. We're, we're, we're trying our best to help them. Just saying that is it will would have been a monumental improvement, right? Just having that hope. But he didn't do that. And guess what? It, we're still here. It, it's fucking, you know, there's a vaccine now. It's okay. You know, we made it through. You know what's actually crazy? Like, I got vaccinated. I It was hard to actually get a vaccine for me in D.C., Really? There's a lot of people, right? 
So. Well, yeah. Also, like, back, at least at the time when I registered to get vaccinated, I also re- registered to get vaccinated in Maryland and Virginia. I never could get vaccinated. It was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I, like one of my friends, I really wanted to visit one of my friends who lived in Maryland, but I could not visit her because, well, she, both our parents were essential workers, so I could never see her, which made me really sad. Mm-hmm. But she got vaccinated like back in March or April. I did not get vaccinated until like the end of April, beginning of May. Oh good. But the funny thing was I went back to Florida to get vaccinated because the thing is sadly, living in Florida, no one wants to get vaccinated. Yeah. Florida is like the complete opposite of where you where you go to school. It's like especially Miami, even Orlando, like all of Florida, they don't care at all. Yeah. I just remember being up in Jackson because so yeah, no one wants to get vaccinated, and nobody like cares at all. Like I don't think they they heard COVID and were like, "What COVID virus?" There, there's no, we're we're partying tonight. <laughs> I actually went to Miami to visit family uh-huh. over spring break, and we I I like hated getting out of my um, car because if you go to like South Beach and everything like that, this was back in March, uh-huh. and there were lines. Outside of clubs. Yeah. It's no open. masks. They don't care at all. Women dancing, like, dancing on top of, like, cars, which honestly, good for you, girl, but I'd be scared for my life. God forbid it moves and I fall. But, yeah, yeah it kind of felt like the pandemic did not exist in Miami, and I was yeah, like... but the thing is, it's weird how the cases are, like, pretty much the same. Like, I mean, the deaths are a bit higher, but the cases it's, it's uh, themselves are, like average compared to like the rest of the country where they're at like especially like texas even or even california like yes california has a bigger population but florida they didn't have any sort of mandate whatsoever on on covid like we have uh tiers here right like the yellow tier and like orange tier different levels of restrictions over there they don't have anything but still even though they were partying and everything, the cases were like pretty much average. So that's that's interesting. Do you remember in COVID times, um, like back in November when like LA was a mess? It was like one in ten people had COVID. Yeah, I remember that, and I was just like, whoa, because um, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, my sister had a lot of friends who lived in that LA Hollywood area and all like majority of them got COVID mm-hmm. and I'm just like, huh? Interesting. Yeah, but did they survive? They, yeah, they're, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. See, like that's what happens, especially if you're young, you're healthy, you're going to make it like, it's not that big of a deal. And so, yeah, just, you know, if you're, if you, if you have the mindset that it's going to harm you, it will harm you. Like if, the, if that's your belief that, okay, if I get COVID, I'm going to die, you'll die. Because that's what you believe. I think also it depends on our immune system. Like, it affects elder people. I remember my... Do you say Aja Aji? Yeah. So my Aja Aji was like... Grandparents, for those listening. Sorry. So my Aja Aji was like going... I remember my mother and I were yelling at them, being like, can you stay home for crying out loud? Because they're both very... They... they, Like, I, I am very content with, like, being in my room all day. I'm one of those girls. Like, I don't always need to go out and stuff like that. But my grand, my, I'm sorry, my, my grandmother mm-hmm. <laughs> loves to go out and stuff. So she always like went to Patel Brothers and stuff like that. And I'm like, 
Why? Just for fun. Yeah. I mean, you can't just stay in your house the whole time, though. Like, I, I personally just, I, I went out most of the, most times. Like, I don't go, I didn't go to, like, any parties, like, big events or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I would just go to the grocery store or whatever because you, you get, I don't know, when you're in an isolated space for a long time, everything just you know, your whole mindset changes. And even when the gyms closed, like that was a big, you know, a tough part. Cause I used to go to the gym like almost every day. And with that, when that got taken away, then I didn't really like, I, I enjoyed just going there, like going into the gym, working out, you know, that was like a sort of a meditation for me. Right. But then now it's just all at home the whole time. You don't feel, you know, there's your whole life changes, really. Yeah. Like, do you know the Peloton bike? Yeah. Yeah. So I my family got a Peloton bike like back in early April of 2020. And Mm -hmm. that is how we worked on. Sorry. That's how we worked out. Because for what do you like to do for workouts? Free weights. uh, It depends on what I'm hitting. But like, yeah, I, I hit all parts of my body, like mostly weights. Weight training, yeah. So I just cycle or I run. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of running, but I do cycle. And sometimes I will do like light weights, like two pound weights, but then like, but then the thing is a lot of reps. So, yeah, two pounds is nothing. <laughs> you get throw two pounds. <laughs> okay, but like, like, okay, have you ever like, oh fuck, have you ever held out like two pounds and then like had to squeeze it? And that, that shit hurts my yeah. shoulders. So, or squeeze the weight? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've held it. Like, I know that hits shoulders. Like, if you if you get, I do personally with like 10, 15 pounds, you hold it like this and see how long you could hold it for. Yeah. yeah. Like, or like you do this thing where it's like you move like that and I'm like, like you move sideways like in a crossway and I'm like, ooh, God, that hurts. But that's good. That, I, the pain, like that, that means your muscle has been stretched to the point where it, it ripped basically and now it's going to be stronger. That's oh, how it rip. is. It rips. That that's what when you're really sore, like if you get get a good workout, like biceps, chest, anything, and you the next day or or like during it, you feel like it's really tight. That means you 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 actually got to the point where the muscle itself had to grow to to be able to handle the weight. So that, I think it's good. One thing I will say is I do miss playing like sports in sports because in high school when I played lacrosse, I was that was like my junior year. I was probably the most fit then, mm-hmm. like because we did everything. I we ran, we did weights. I just remember, you know, like a plank. So we did like a forty-five to like a minute plank, and then we had like a weight on our back, uh-huh. like the circular weight thingy. Circular, as in like a. <laughs> A plate? Yeah. Okay. I, I forgot how big it was, but we'd put it on our backs and oh my God, I hate planks. Uh-huh. So that was like the worst minute of my life. <laughs> really? I hate How it. long did you, oh yeah, a minute long? Plank? Yeah. Like what yeah. if you fell? Like We had to redo it again redo or it? do yeah. more like 30 seconds and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, ugh. But it was, <laughs> that was like when I was probably the most fit. I think for me exercise is a way for me to release endorphins i do miss dancing though i wish i could dance Mm -hmm. again but it's really hard to dance it's probably open now 
like yeah. studios and shit. Yeah, but I don't know. I still want to be safe and stuff like that. But you're vaccinated. I know, <laughs> but what? I live in a okay. Maybe it's because if, if you're vaccinated, I think, and it's a ninety nine percent chance, I think, that you won't get it. Okay, but do you know where I live? Where I live in literally one of the most Republican areas. Yeah. Oh God, please, please blurt that out. No, because I live. The only thing you don't is, need to say where you live. Don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like no, blurt out the Republican area part. Okay. No, I mean people don't know where you live. Well, I'm from like. A part that I just wouldn't wear um I would still like wear masks and stuff like that because I'm not um the most because I know a lot of people who are anti-vaxxers so yeah. I would still wear a mask just to be I'm I don't think I I'm think ready they're uh they're getting rid of the mask thing in California on June 15th 15th yeah I think Governor Gavin Newsom is gonna yeah, not yeah. do one that, that's good Okay, uh, that's good. I'm so <laughs> embarrassed that I said that. No hate to Republicans. I just cannot stand people who are anti-maskers. That's let me make myself clear on that. But how about if you're vaccinated, then it's fine, right? Yeah, but I would. I don't know. I I guess maybe I'm not ready for masks to go completely out of style yet because, like, what are you afraid of? Like, what? Why? What's the fear behind no mask? I don't know. I just feel naked when I don't wear a mask. That that's so that you wore it for you didn't wear one for how long? How old are you? 18, 19, right? I'm 19, yes. Yeah. So for 18 years, you didn't wear one. Okay. <laughs> so one year changes your life just like that. Okay, but like when you get into a routine. Yeah, change the routine. It's not that hard. I know, but you got I, into a mask routine, you could get out of the mask routine. I don't know. I also just like don't want I mean also because I hate running into people. That I know in public, it's like something I hate. So like, if they have the, if I have the mask on, <laughs> how, how how many times has that even happened? It's happened quite a lot. Actually, it's happened twice. Twice. I ran, that's it. Okay. Ran into like these are excuses. This is what we're talking. I about. don't want. I don't <laughs> want the mask to go out of style. It's like it's weird. I don't. I just want to. It also like, I don't know. It also like. It also could hide certain things, so I'm just like, I don't want... Because I don't like my cheeks, so I could just, like, hide them. Okay. No one would ever know, because mm-hmm. I hate... I don't know, it's just like, I'm not ready for the mask to go out, and I can br- like I can breathe and stuff I mean, like that. you could wear it. I mean, you'll probably be the only one wearing it, though. I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely going to get stares. They're going to be like, they're going to side-eye me. Yeah. But you know what? It's really annoying. You want to know... How people in Orlando, when I went back to um, Orlando for a couple of days, you know, to get vaccinated and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, everyone would not wear a mask properly. Yeah. Or they would do like the nose thing and it that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it just does. Yeah, I mean, now now it's pretty much over though. Like I think COVID, especially in the US, it's it's done. Like that, it's, we've gotten it to a point where... Enough people have gotten vaccines and you don't really hear about it too much on the news anymore. It's over. So yeah. is are you going to be completely in person? Uh, I think I'm taking a few online classes still, but some of them in person, yeah. So uh, my, my class is also going to be hybrid. Like a lot of my art classes are going to be like in person because I... 
Learning graphic design through art through online was really difficult for me because you actually have to be there. And then like, it's just awkward also to get like critics. I mean, like criticism is fine, but then it's just awkward because it puts everyone on the spot kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. You're doing graphic design. That's I, I personally enjoy graphic design as well. Like doing, doing Photoshop and different stuff. Is that what you're using? Like that Photoshop, yeah, Photoshop, yeah. Illustrator. I do a lot of like activism art and stuff like that. That like, do like, they just let you pick whatever you want to do? Like create whatever you want. Oh well, like well, like when we have projects, yeah, it depends. It depends on the project. Yeah, we can do any topic we want. Like when my when my friend, I know people who did um topic on like how black women are treated in the workplace because of their hair. Like it really depends. Mm-hmm. I did one about. Um, Navratri once, and that was really cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. So, yeah, and in the classes, what do they do? They like actually teach you like how to do it, or they expect you to know and they want you to. What do they look for, really? Sometimes I just genuinely don't know what some of my professors look for because they'll praise one student for doing something. Because art, art is like a weird thing. Like one person could like it, other people might not like it. And like there was this, uh, I think I posted on my story recently of this, this sculptor guy. Mm -hmm. He said this, this one sculpture that he made is he, he sold it for $18,000. Right. Mm -hmm. And the sculpture is nothing. Like it's literally nothing. It's just, he says it's a sculpture that you had to imagine it. And he sold it for eighteen thousand dollars. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, but like, so it's funny. That's that's the difference. Really, is who can really tell if it's good or not? Like, there's no real, you know, uh, baseline for what makes it good or what makes it not good. It also kind of just depends on what the professor is looking for. Because, like, for example, like. Deconstructivism. We did deconstructivism for, um, which is essentially like, do you know, um, the Walt Disney concert hall by, um, Frank Gehry? Have you ever seen it? I, uh, no, I haven't seen that. So it's essentially like not. It's very like curvy, kind of um asymmetrical architecture. So if you looked up the Walt Disney concert hall, oh, that yeah, is yeah, yeah, in L.A. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen That's that. That's deconstructivism. Okay. That architectural style. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's like not even unsymmetrical and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And we had to apply that to graphic design. And that was actually a very difficult thing for me because I'm very much someone who's very like clean cut, very much like that. So it was kind of hard for me to transition into that. And also learning online, I'm not the fastest learner. Mm-hmm. So I was, so that was all in total. I didn't get it till like the very end of the semester, which was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird. Like do they like grade you hard though? Like do we, professors actually like, really want a specific thing or do do we, do other students have this have similar stuff too? Like if you compare your art to another student, would it be similar? No, not at yeah. all cuz sometimes how like I have one um 
one uh what's her i'm not gonna say her name but one of the girls in my art class seriously one of the most talented artists i know mm. her style was very much like breaking stuff down and like using a lot of negative black spades versus me who used more like negative white space and like didn't have that much element in it but still made it as deconstructive as possible yeah, yeah mm. that's that's good but the only thing that was kind of annoying about my professors was they never, they graded everything at the end of the semester, mm-hmm. which, so I'm like, I could be failing this class for all I know. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of annoying. So like, I, 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 I'd like had no idea like how I was doing in my classes for yeah. like a really long time because they also wouldn't put anything. Mm-hmm. What's your um school like blog? We call it, ours is Blackboard. Do you guys use Schoology? Uh, like Canvas, like, I think. Yeah, Canvas. Okay. Yeah. So they wouldn't put anything on like our blackboard. So I wouldn't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Some teachers are like that. They don't, they, they get lazy, I think, or they don't want to do all the work or I don't know what, what their mindset is on that, but it's weird. But did you talk about all this stuff on that you've written down? Actually, no. I wanted <laughs> to talk about the Zodiac Killer, but then I don't, and like... Once again, like talking about, Let's I actually wanted to talk about like Columbine and stuff like that and stuff like that and how the true crime fandom idolizes these people, which is really weird. But also Dylan Roof, aka. Okay, pick one. You can't. We gotta. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you went over like all these and then. It's okay. Hey, yeah. that's the thing that happens. But um, no. So going back to what like the way beginning. So I told you about the true crime fandom. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Dylan Roof is? No. Do you know the Charleston Church shooting? No. Uh, like I said, I don't know anything about this stuff. <laughs> so the Charleston Church shooting was a shooting that happened in a church and killed nine black people it was racially motivated because dylan roof was a white supremacist and even uh even when he was arrested he was like i have no remorse and they deserve to die so he can go fuck off mm-hmm. but somehow this man has a following okay and you want to know what they call themselves what roofies <laughs> roofies it's bad <laughs> enough that they worship a white supremacist but calling yourself well, what do they what do they do like what they make fan art over him and that's it. And they simp over him and they see him as like the soft little ooh boy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. will um who could have been redeemed and stuff like that. And I'm like But he's dead, right? Or I, I, he's in prison, I believe, like, but I'm like, this guy's not an anime villain. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are simping over him like he's some villain in a Disney movie. Yeah. Jeez, man. People are weird. People are fucking weird. I told you, I re- this the true crime fandom is one of the most bizarre fandoms I think I've ever witnessed. Even weird. I mean, they're just a different breed in terms. Like, I think the most boy crazy fandom is probably like the K-pop fandom, especially the Army fandom. They are. Re- is that the BTS? Yeah, yeah. They will literally like be ready with their pitchforks if you say anything against them or criticize them, which is true because they see it as like a personal attack why because <laughs> it's their idol and stuff like that and they have a hard time holding like the members accountable because they think it's like they're gonna lose themselves and i'm like that doesn't make any sense yeah, that doesn't make sense at all okay so you wanted to talk about the the zodiac killer right like that but let's get into that real quick oh um well i actually had a whole thing about it but um the thing about the zodiac killer is 
it's crazy that he never was caught. Yeah. But I I personally think um it was a group of people who did it. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was a group and they're all suspects, but the number one suspect was Arthur Lee Allen, mm-hmm. who um like who you know, do you know how he was shot by Polly how um Polly Stein shot one sorry, what am I saying? So Arthur Lee Allen essentially when they searched his house, they found like bombs and stuff like that. And then he also got arrested for pedophilia because in one of the Zodiac letters, he was going to say like, kids are like fun to watch. Like I want to like shoot the tire of a school bus and then kill all the kids one by one. Damn. Like in his, in a really cryptic letter. Mm-hmm. And then he got arrested for pedophilia. So, so that was an, another suspect. And then another one was this person who I forgot his name, but he fit like the um, profile of the Zodiac killer very well. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think it's a group of people who did it. But nobody is for certain. Nobody. Still. To yeah. This day. And you know what's crazy? When he murdered, when, um, when like Pauli Stein was murdered. Mm-hmm. There was a girl in the neighborhood who heard the gunshot and he described a white man, 5'8", like reddish curly brown hair. But then, oh, you know who the police chased after? Who? A six foot black man. (laughs) What? And then they saw literally (laughs) this white man who fit the profile and didn't even do shit. What? God crazy. That's that's wild. So they knew the information or that they were looking for this suspect and they went after the like somebody that was totally not related to that suspect at all. Yes. Jesus. This honestly, like I said, I think this would have easily happened if it wasn't for racism. This honestly would have been solved if it wasn't for racism. But uh, I I don't know about that. If it wasn't for racism... It would have been solved. Yeah. Okay. If everybody, if everybody like was, yeah, I mean, actually, but that was a suspect, right? Is that guy the actual real guy that? I don't know. But like if, if a witness talks about someone who could have potentially fit the profile, like why don't you chase after the person who actually fits the profile? Yeah. Not someone who looks completely different. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. But was the other guy like doing anything like the the suspect that they went after was he doing anything wrong or Arthur Lee Allen no 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 the the black guy that no they went after. he was yeah, literally he was just minding his own damn business yeah I don't know <laughs> that's just like I said I think I don't know serial killers for some reason in the 70s and 80s were just a thing mm-hmm. for some reason I, I don't know why like I said, the Green River Killer, which also happened in Seattle. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why all of these like murders and serial killers happen in the Pacific Northwest and sometimes in California. Yeah, it's weird. But like the speaking of, of racism and stuff and, and that topic, really, um, Morgan Freeman, he says, like, if you if you want to, like, stop racism, then just stop talking about it. Like, don't put any. Like, it should not be, we should not be labeled. Like, we're all human. It should be just that. Like, there shouldn't be black, white. Like, stop talking about the difference and just focus on, okay, we're just people. That's it. Do yeah. you agree with that? 
Well, no, if we do not. Well, the thing is, we but, need to talk about the stuff because it gets. I think the thing is, we need to talk about it because if not, then like silence is just going to let people. Other no, no, people, not, not talk about. I didn't mean that way. Like talk about. Yes, you need to talk about if if somebody is being racist so that that person can be stopped. But we shouldn't be labeling people of like that. They're black, white, this, that. Like it should just be human. Like that's it. Like that's true equality really is what he's saying is if we just see each other as human beings and that's it. I agree with that. But some sadly, that's just not how the world works. Yeah. Sadly, that's just not how the world works. So we need to have these conversations. Yeah. But I think it could get to that point. I th- like it's been, I, you, when you look back to the first humans, I don't think they saw each other as, uh, different because of the way they looked that's not i don't i don't think they they do they saw themselves as that but i think when as humans like got out into different parts of the world right like some humans went up to uh like europe and others in asia and then they they stayed in that environment and then they changed a little bit like their some some people's skins got whiter some's got darker and that difference, like it's re- literally no difference, really. We're 99% the same people. 99% of our DNA is the exact same. Any human, exactly the same. But yet we have so many problems because we, we see them as different when really they're not. They're, there's no difference, really. And I agree with that. I just wish we could all just have equality, but that's sadly not really the case. All right, I think. Like I said, like, it just, people have been... Oh, wait, your mic? I don't know what happened. Oh, God. Okay, speak into it again. Hello? No. Nah, Hello? Know. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, my mic is working. I'm not sure what happened. I don't happened. understand. So I went on a whole rant. No, no, no. It, it, it's work. It just stopped right now. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, the mic just stopped working, so I guess we'll have to cut it short then. <laughs> so, like, you could you could talk into this one, like, okay. come over here, and then... Okay. Yeah. Uh, just I... bring your chair over. Okay. And then come over here on this side. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Um, the mic got cut short. Um, should we wrap it up there, I guess? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, here, you could... Yeah, that's, that's the end of the episode. We'll... Uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, hope you guys have a great day. Peace. Peace.